Thank you for listening to the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast, available on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. Also, please follow Matt's Movie Reviews on Facebook, YouTube, Parlor, and Instagram. And of course, be sure to visit www.mattsmoviereviews.net for the latest reviews, top 10 lists, and more. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 300. And I have to say that I'm really proud to have made it this far. As most of you know, uh, listening out there, like nine, ten months ago, I pretty much said goodbye anything related to Matt's Movie Reviews or the film critic's life. I was burned out. I was had a new job I was dealing with you know I I am a a father and a husband and I got a lot of things happening in my personal life um, that made it just difficult to kind of keep up um, with all the aspects of keeping a podcast going and a movie review website going and and I just had to you know I think I just had to take some time away and I decided to come back come back I say probably around five months ago um maybe four and since then I've just been really consistent on having one or two maybe even three podcasts a week um, on you know my website and Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Facebook and I gotta say time clearly time away did really good for me because I came back really invigorated um, I'm writing more than I ever done before. I'm doing more video content work. I'm doing more podcast work, um, and it's really, really reflects that a lot of people really appreciate what I'm doing and they're listening. I mean, I had more people listen to the podcast and watching my um, reviews and, and and such on on YouTube, and now I'm doing movie reactions as well, which is going well, and my re- I'm placing reviews on the website it's just it's all going so well and I can't be I, I can't be any more happier than I am right now with how it is still a lot of work to do still a lot of goals I want to achieve especially this week with Halloween I got a lot of content I want to put up there but here we are episode number 300 and before we go on I'd just like to thank all of the great guests who have appeared um, so I've done how many episodes since I come back around 29 episodes uh, since I came back four months ago um, and every single one of them has been awesome and I want to thank all of the great filmmakers who have you know uh, decided to join me uh, on the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast to talk about their films took their time and uh, placed their trust in me to be to deliver uh, interesting questions for them to answer I just always try my best to research as, as well as I can and to provide a really good show uh, for not only you the listener but for my guests as well um, I imagine so many of these filmmakers and, and actors and such would get the same old questions over and over so I really tried my I tried my best to keep things fresh and, and interesting and I'd like to thank everyone out there who's been listening like I said the numbers have been terrific over the last four months or so um, and I just I can't 
thank you all enough for listening. And if you know anyone out there who likes movie reviews and interviews uh, in particular with filmmakers, directors, etc., um, the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast is what they should be listening to. Um, and I really encourage you to like just spread the word and let people know um, that there's a great movie review, movie review, movie interview uh, podcast out there. Um, that really puts in a lot of work and a lot of research and has great guests uh, every week. So right now I'm kind of averaging anywhere between two to three episodes a week with different filmmakers, and that's going to continue this week. I already got one episode in the can. I got a couple of um, uh, um, filmmakers and actors uh, lined up, um, especially for this Halloween week. Um, so talk about horror films and spooky movies that will be out on uh, either cinema or, or streaming. So I, I really look forward to sharing those with you. Um, before I go on, a big difference over the last few months that some of you might, might know is that I am no longer on Twitter. Um, I was on Twitter for several years and I had pretty good following there, but I just had enough with all of the negativity and the cynicism and the nastiness that for some reason that social media platform just has just pouring out um, out of its uh, its veins, so to speak. Um, and, you know, life's too short to be wrapped up in Twitter beefs and clashes with people uh, going back and forth at... Uh, 250 characters uh, trying to trading barbs and insults and what have you I find that that place to be a real shithole um, a real a place where people hang out I, I don't think people really use Twitter anymore to connect they use Twitter now as a platform to put down other people and it really is a shame but that's just how it is And but it's not for me um uh, you will find me on Facebook, you will find me on YouTube and Instagram. I dabble here and there on Parler, which is kind of like a kind of like the formatting is similar to, to Twitter. There's a lot of bugs in the whole Parler social media website, though, um, which I, I really hope that they will get on top of. Um, it's not as smooth, um, technically speaking, as smooth an experience as what Twitter was um, or is. That being said, much more, I find the people there to be much less uh, uh, condescending and nasty. But then again, I don't hang out on it that much. I'm, I'm, you find me more on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram more than anywhere else. And of course, here uh, on this podcast. Um, so yeah, no more Twitter for me. So if anyone is posing as, as Matt's movie reviews, it's not me. It's just someone else out there ripping off um, the website that I've built over the last 13 14 years um actually i think i've been i've been online 14 years now so this um this month marks 14 years since uh matt's movie reviews first appeared on the web god so long ago so i was 25 when i first started this man time does fly um another place where i am is on patreon um i am a working film critic and these days you know I used to work as a freelancer to get um, paid jobs, etc. Um, those days are well behind me, mainly because, number one, a lot of the pop- uh, publications I've either closed, I've gone online, and number two, a lot of places don't pay anymore, not as well as they used to. So I'm doing this pretty much 
on my own on the website and podcast and on YouTube as well. So I, what I offer on Patreon is a $3 flat uh, charge per month. Um, and in that 3 bucks, of what I really offer for everyone out there is a chance to be involved in the whole Matt's movie reviews experience. So if you have a, a movie review, you want to request that I... I, I review for you. Uh, it could be any any type of movie, with the exception, of course, of pornography and anything too hardcore violent. Um, I will watch the film. I'll re- I will review it, um, and the review will be presented in the video format, um, and it will be exclusive on Patreon for a week before it's made available on on my YouTube channel or, or any other social media platform. So, if there's a movie that you've always wanted me to review. Um, just go to uh, Patreon, sign up, and for three dollars a month, and that's one of the one of the perks you get from that. You can always request that I do a movie reaction, so I'll watch a whole movie and react to it. Um, I prefer to to do this with movies that I've watched the first time. I find reaction cha- uh, reaction videos work much better with first time watches. I mean, the first reaction video I have done so far is for The Exorcist Three. And I have seen that movie before. It's been a few years. And the reason why I did that is because I really wanted to get the word out just how great that movie is, especially with Halloween coming around the corner. Um, and while people do appreciate it, they have made the remark that pure reactions for first-time watchers are the way to go. So if you do have a request for me to react to a movie, like a movie reaction, um, I'll have the, uh, a, a whole movie reaction video available as part of this $3 tier. And also, if there is a top when we do a top 10 list on any type of movie related subject could be top 10 uh, horror remakes could be top 10 basketball movies it could be top 10 movies starring um eddie murphy i just these are just things off the top of my head if you want me to do something like that well again i could do that in a video format and put it up uh, for you all um and there's other perks as well as part of being a patron um you can be, take part in live q and a's so you get to vote on uh, future content um and you get also a shout out by me on the um uh youtube channel um especially just say you have like a um uh, a movie review I'll, I'll give you a shout out and and uh that's be part of the perk as well so You'll find me on Patreon under under Matt's Movie Reviews, $3 flat fee per month. Um, And I want you to just be part of of everything. Um, I really want this to be an experience uh, that we can all share. I want to watch the movies that you want me to watch and uh, react to the movies that you want me to react to. Um, So you can do that by going to Patreon, typing Matt's Movie Reviews, and you'll find all the information in regards to what is in uh, membership. Um, on Patreon. So something I asked everyone on my social media, um, especially Facebook, um, is to throw some questions my way. Uh, Let's do a bit of an AMA. And some people were kind enough to take their time uh, to do that. So let's get into that right now. Um, So the first question is from Troy. Um, he's actually got a really great uh, website himself called Made a Rock Be With You. I really um, uh, ask you guys to check it out. And his Instagram handle is Instroygram. That's I-N-S-T-R-O-Y-G-R-A-M. So the question that Troy has is, what has been 
your biggest disappointment film-wise after being excited about its release? Now, that's a really interesting question. I actually have a very recent example um, in regards to that. Um, so I've only seen really like over the last since this whole COVID kind of thing uh, hit, I've only been to the movies one time, and that was to watch the new Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet, um, which a lot of people know stars David, uh, John David Washington and uh, Robert Patterson and Kenneth Brenner. Um, and, you know, I am a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Um, Dunkirk and The Dark Knight Rises especially are two of my favourite movies of his. And I was looking forward to watching Tenet, and I was incredibly disappointed afterwards. I thought that it was... You know, the thing about Christopher Nolan is that he is a... Um, the thinking man's movie director. He really has big ideas, um, and he wants to really put push those big ideas in, in his movies. And sometimes it works, sometimes he'll explore you know, themes and whether it be scientific themes or philosophical themes as he did in the Inception and Interstellar, for example, and it, it will work. He makes these big budget, big spectacle films filled with big ideas and it all comes together to make for really kind of awe-inspiring cinema. Um, Tenet clearly, you know, is a big idea movie, but the problem is is that the storytelling isn't there and the performances just aren't there as well, especially by John David Washington, who I thought was terrific in Black Landsman. He just, he just provides a really dull performance in this movie, and I think a lot of that has to do with the writing as well. If there was anyone... You know, I always say that uh, with Quentin Tarantino movies, he needs uh, an editor, and Christopher Nolan needs a co-writer just to, you know just to get rid of some of the uh, exposition and antenna is really is an exposition kind of feel, uh, field uh, movie uh, jarringly so um, and even though he kept laying out all these different things about the sciences or science behind uh, what is happening in the movie in regards to time loops etc I don't want to give away too much in case you haven't seen it um, it still didn't work and I think a lot of a lot of times in movies, you can watch really comp- movies with really complicated sci-fi, and it works because the um, storytelling and also the characters are there. Um, and then in a movie like Tenet, um, they, that isn't there whatsoever. The storytelling is bland, the characters are bland, and then all you have left with is a house of cards made up of these uh, different, you know, sci-fi exposition kind of trope things, and, and it just it just really fell apart for me. I found it to be really boring. You know, it was it it felt less like a movie and more like a TED talk, TED talk posing as a movie. Um, and you know, for a movie that goes for 150 minutes as well, I just found it really laborsome, um, and I just did not enjoy it whatsoever. And if I could talk about another movie that I was kind of disappointed with, this one I actually look. I did like Mad Max. Fury Road, um, and I was excited to see it because I am a fan of the Mad Max franchise, especially the second movie. I think it's one of the greatest action movies of all time. But did did someone forget to tell George Miller that he was making a Mad Max movie? Um, because you know, while Tom Hardy is a great actor, he just 
how the hell does it does it turn out that a Mad Max movie becomes a Furiosa movie and Charlie's Theron uh, becomes the star uh, in Mad Max played by Tom Hardy um, feels like more of the sidekick in the movie that really kind of bothered me uh, to tell you the truth I wanted to watch a, a Mad Max movie with the character of Mad Max front and center in the action and whenever people talk about that movie they talk less about Tom Hardy more about Charlize Theron and Charlize Theron is a terrific actor and the character Furiosa is a great character and they're actually in fact that character is so popular they're doing a prequel now um, um, I forgot who's starring it I think it's Anna uh, Anna Joy Taylor um, from the um, uh, uh, M. Night Shyamalan films, what was it, Split and Glass. Um, she's going to star as a younger version of Shirley Sveron. I think Chris Hemsworth's going to be in it too. And I think it speaks like what I'm talking about before, that the Mad Max character was essentially kind of made into this really kind of minimalist character. And I know that a lot of the stuff that Mel Gibson done with the other Mad Max films, it was kind of like almost like what Clint Eastwood did in the Sergio, Sergio Leone Dollars trilogy, kind of like that really silent hero um, where his actions did most of the talking. Um, but, you know, Mel Gibson was never out-acted or out, out-shun. His star was never outshun in his in those Mad Max movies, just as Clint Eastwood was never outshun by more colourful characters um, in the... Dollars trilogy, um, Tom Hardy sufficiently was, and I was really kind of disappointed in that. Um, so while I do like Mad Max Fury Road, I am not on the same wagon as a lot of people saying he's the greatest action film since you know Ben Hur. Um, I do not agree with that, and I don't like what they did with the Mad Max character in that film. So those are two uh, recent examples I can think of. Troy, um, who asked the question. What has been the biggest disappointment film-wise I've been excited about its release. Let's move on to next question on um, Instagram. So the Instagram account Sequence and Dust. Um, so that's an online store um, that you can actually find on eBay as well. So it's got an Instagram account in eBay. And the question that they ask is, have you ever found a remake better than the original? You know, this I had to think about this for a little while there, and thank you for the question. Um, you know, I actually do have a top 10 favorite remake list um, or top 10 best remakes list. Um, but truth be told, a lot some of the times I have not seen the originals, I can only say about the quality of the remake itself, and sometimes the originals can be better than a remake even though the remake is good you know um is well done um a few times though the, the remake has been better in quality than the original i think that you know a lot of people might say this but the departed which was a um remake of infernal affairs which was a um chinese uh, crime thriller that came out i think it was in 2002 um i thought that that what martin scorsese did um with that film was just masterful one of his best movies really and i love infernal affairs i really do i think um uh what the um, directors um lao wai kang and mac seo fi and look i so apologize if i get the pronunciations wrong there um what they did there was just fantastic it really was um 
and it is one of the best crime movies, uh, I think, as well. Yes, it was released in 2002, just looking here. But what Martin Scorsese did with that movie was just uh, phenomenal. It really was. The performances were terrific, and I think the leg up that The Departed has over Infernal Affairs is that the female characters in The Departed uh, specifically talk about what um, Vera Farmiga's psychiatrist um, character um, really brought a different dimension to The Departed, which is something that was missing from Infernal Affairs. I remember Infernal Affairs, there was female characters, like, say, the girlfriend of the of the police officer or the girlfriend of the, of the, um, the gangster. Um, but they were very kind of like, you know, side characters that didn't really bring much uh, to the table where Vera Farmiga's character definitely did. So I'm going to say um, The Departed is most definitely... Um, one of my favourite uh, remakes. I think that is better uh, than the original. A number one that I grew of over time is um, Scarface, and I am a actually a big fan of the original. Uh, Howard Hawks Scarface movie, which came out in 1932, and for a long time, I actually found that movie to be the better of the two but over the years i the 1983 scarface that was directed by um brian de palma and starred um al pacino i just have grown i've really grown to love it the first few see the first few times i watched that movie and i have watched that movie a handful of times it's just a film that i don't know why i always just kind of gravitate to and uh, now and again and i'll put on you know just you know sometimes even when i'm washing dishes i might just put it on in the background kind of like like a like a classic album um what Brian De Palma did in that movie was just terrific. The the nineteen eighty setting, the script by Oliver Stone, Al Pacino's performance, and also the performances of Stephen Bauer and Elizabeth Mastrantonio and Michelle Pfeiffer as that really cold vamp um gangster's mole. Um I've really grown to to love that movie and and while I still think that the Howard Hawks a movie from 1932 is terrific. The remake of Scarface in 1983 is just, it really has become one of my favorite movies. Um, so that's another one that I think, um, another movie, another remake, I think is better for the original. And I thank you very much, Sequence and Dust, for that question. So here is a question via email from Diana. And this is a cheeky one, if you pardon the pun. Um, boxes, briefs, or G-strings? Uh, let me check. Boxes. Boxes all the way. Um, won't catch me dead in a G-string. Not my bag, as Austin Powers would say. Um, briefs, you know, maybe when I was younger. I think, you know, really not my thing. And But boxes is just what I, what I choose to wear i find it very comfortable um and yeah that's just uh that's all i can really say about that boxes more much more than briefs and g-strings no chance in hell uh final question actually this is from um event cinemas the good people event cinemas and you know i gotta say a shout out to not only event cinemas but also other um cinemas in Australia, whether they be multiplexes or independents or such, you know, I know over this last several months of the whole COVID uh, pandemic going on that you guys were hit really hard in regards to that. So once you know that everyone working there, we're with you, you're in a, 
hearing our thoughts and prayers and I actually do mean that I am a praying person so you are in our thoughts and prayers and we can't wait to to really start getting back to the movies again I know a lot of people can do that now in Sydney and other states as well Melbourne hopefully you start opening up more and now more people go to the flicks I've only been to the flicks myself one time to watch Tenet a lot of the stuff lately I've been getting these like online screeners so I have to I as a film critic I get the option to to watch some of these movies but I, I really can't wait to start going back to the cinema in a much more frequent capacity to watch screenings but um let us move on so they they have two questions in there uh first is gold class or vmax i like both if i was going to choose one of the two it is gold class um very expensive though um and you know usually if i was going to do say a date night which my last trip to the movies was it was a date night with my wife to watch tenet we do gold class um and two reasons for that number one if i'm going out i like to you know splurge a little bit and be very nice and comfortable number two i love the gold class menu they have like different kind of like especially the desserts menu and i don't i'm not i love desserts but i can't eat them because i have a problem with dairy i like i hardly eat anything at all because you know there will be trouble um so whenever i go out in an occasion like that if i have opportunity to eat something like a huge kind of like you know glass of some type of sunday biscuit contraption whatever it would be um i will take that opportunity to do so um so yeah i'll say gold gold class over vmax even though i do love vmax as well um the second question i have is chop top or popcorn again going back to what i can and can't eat for health reasons um, I'm going to have to say popcorn. I actually don't mind movie popcorn. It can get a bit salty at times. But, you know, the thing that... Um, I, I, if there was one food that I've had a mass quantities of um, since becoming like a full-time film critic, it would have to be popcorn because a lot of the time when I go to screenings, especially for like those big kind of event movies, um, there will be like free water or popcorn and you know sometimes you know i might be a bit hungry and i just down a whole box of popcorn um but having said that if i if there was one i like more than the other i would say chock top um but like i like a, like i said before with the with um the whole gold class thing and buying like a huge uh glass of a of a, of a sunday dish um i just devour devour it and it could be quite messy and as you know when you're in the cinema and the lights are low and you can hardly see anything bar the uh film in front of you on the big screen you don't know what you're doing when you're devouring it or chock top there's been plenty of time i walk out of there and i think that i have a clean face and and such and it's been the opposite i got chocolate everywhere chocolate on my clothes i'm like a like a rabid little baby uh just eating the chock top so I'm going to have to say chock top but usually I would eat the popcorn just based on health reasons and sanitary reasons as well. Um nothing more embarrassing than being a 39-year-old man walking out of cinema with chocolate all over your face and clothes. Take that from experience. So those are the questions that I have. Um this has been episode number 300. Just wanted to do something different, you know? Um put something out there, um answer some questions, just f- provide some feedback. 
I'm working on a, a few different things right now. I've got some reviews that I'm working on, should be up soon. I'm working also on an email newsletter, um, which I'm really excited by because um, while social media is fine, sometimes there can be um, limited reach for me to get my content out to you all. So an email newsletter is in the works as well. Um, I've got, to, like I said, have a bunch of podcasts in the works. I've got a bunch of movies I'm still watching. Um, we're nearing Halloween, so there's going to be an update on my top 10 Australian movies list. There's going to be an update on the top 50 Matt's Movie Views horror movie list. So expect all of that later this week. Um, and But until then, take care. And once again, thank you very much for listening. Um, number 300 of the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast is now in the bag and very soon I'll have number 301 up as well with uh, a director of one of my favorite horror movies released this year just in time for Hollywood Halloween. Until then, take care.